All right. Uh, CJ, your prompt is letterboxed. Here we go. Three, two, one. Well, if you're interested in what movies I've been watching, you can follow me on Letterboxd at, at CJW. That's the word double and the word U. Whoa, what is that uh, stuff for? My name. <laughs> you can follow me at KDRISC01. Still haven't figured out how to change it. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Super easy to find. Hey, welcome to Over Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies, typically chosen by our guests, but guess what? Back by popular demand. It's just the boys. Back by popular demand by us, because it's super easy to do. Easy to do. We get to talk about things that we probably enjoyed, and it that's that's it. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're done with all the holiday garbage. Uh, pretty low ratings across the board. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Jack Frost. Your highest is, rating was like a four. <laughs> Jack Frost is a masterpiece. You the gave more that I think a about four. It, the more I think about it, the more I realize that is a true classic. It should be in the rotation every year. Do you want to retroactively give it a higher score? A four no, is a bad I, movie. I don't. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the bad. snowman, the snowman bathtub scene was pretty, was pretty unforgivable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna talk about a couple of movies that we watched. Uh, we both had some time off uh, before the new year, and uh, I'm sure we've been diligently researching uh, the latest movies and TV shows to make sure that we're up to date for you listeners. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Are these are these recommendations? Mine are kind of recommendations. Are yours? Or are they just things that you watched? No, mine are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah. Speaking of updates. For all the overtalkers out there that have been following along with Ovengate, I finally Ovengate. have an oven. 2024. Oh, okay. There we go. It's installed. It's working. It's working great. Maybe even too good. I, I kind of burned my first attempt at some bread in there. <laughs> that's the problem with our oven, too. We, we, uh, it needs to be calibrated. Apparently, that's something you can you can have them come back out to do is fix the... Like, put a normal thermometer in there. Yeah. Figure out what the right temperature it actually is at, and then have them come back out and set it to that. Yeah. I was supposed to, I made this um, English muffin bread loaf, Ooh. which is fantastic. It's just, it's, it's basically like batter instead of dough. Towards the end of baking it, you're supposed to then put tin foil over it, specifically okay. so the top of it doesn't like char. And then put it in for another like 10 minutes. And I took mine out because I started to smell it burning. <laughs> and that was way before the 10 minutes I was supposed to even do. So I cut it short like 15 minutes before it said it was supposed to be ready. So either the oven is too hot or I'm thinking also maybe I should lower the grate. Maybe I put it too high in the oven. Oh, maybe. But yeah. yeah. We- Meg was baking some cookies for our Christmas Eve, and we just couldn't figure out the right settings for our new oven too. Like one is can be convection, and we were trying that, and yeah, couldn't get that to work. And by we, I mean specifically Meg. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tried either. She tried either oven, and uh, I don't know. They they all became came out over like totally dry. It was so strange. We yeah, think, uh, it's probably just too hot. Is, is our guess. But. Yeah, I gotta. That's a good call, though. I should put the thermometer back in there so it'll actually tell mm-hmm. me where it's at. But so happy to have roasted veggies again. I've been <laughs> craving them. It's nice. been months nice. without having one. 
You guys were going to get a new stovetop too, right? Has that happened yet? We did get a new stovetop as well. However, okay. my hopes of getting an induction were squandered. Uh, even though we had people come out, I think, four separate times to keep telling us different things. <laughs> but finally, that last uh, last visit, uh, we'll call it, they basically said we didn't have enough power running to our kitchen island. And it was possible, but we would have had to tear up the floorboards. Yeah, that's worth to, it. To run a new thing. Yeah. As they were saying this, Emily kept saying, we're not doing that. And then they would eventually keep explaining stuff and come back around to like, so then if we just, you know, lift up the floorboards, she's like, we're not doing that. Stop suggesting yeah. that. What are our options besides that? We're not, yeah, that's way too much work for this. So you stick with the gas, gas range? Yeah. That's honestly fine. better for the environment. It's, <laughs> no, it's what the Biden it's administration not. recommends you go with. So it, it's okay. More and more studies keep coming out about gas being run in our homes that it is bad for us. Uh, so I'm trying to forget that since we're back to having a gas stove. Um, but at least it's new. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I personally don't like cooking on induction, so we never really considered uh, that for our new kitchen. But yeah, but, I don't know. I I don't care. I'm going to die anyway. So, <laughs> Ken, with induction though, you can you can boil water in like a hundred seconds. It's so quick. Yeah, but then you don't get the cool blue flames coming out. I don't want the Fast and Furious is coming out. Huh? You like Maybe to pretend you some, you're running some blue blue electricity arcing out of it? Is that what happens? No, so? you don't see anything. That's the beauty no. of it. You that's, just that's it's just the boring odd. part. Then no, it's not right, boring. Well, it's efficient. Speaking of some non-boring things, we're going to talk about a couple movies. CJ, are you both yours movies? Both are mine are movies. Okay, mine are movies as well. Do you want to you want to kick us off? Sure. Uh, mine are movies from last year, 2023, so fairly recent. Starting with The Killer. Ooh. It's on Netflix, rated R. Uh, David Fincher directed it. Have you heard oh. of this movie? Ken? Uh, no, I have not actually. Oh, okay. A, it runs about an hour 58, so just around two hours. Um, it's, a, it's a Finchman movie written by Alexis Nolent, Luke Jacobon, Andrew Kevin Walker, starring Michael Fassbender, mm. who you may Ooh, remember him from episode 271, where we did the movie Frank, which was excellent. Yeah, that's the only thing I know him from. That, that <laughs> he's, also, he's, uh, he's Magneto in all the X-Men movies. Yeah. Tilda Swinton's in it too, apparently. Yeah, she's in it as well. Nice. But pretty, she's in like the trailer and she's only in the movie for five minutes. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know. It's cool seeing her. I like her. So this is about a a hitman. So Michael okay. Fassbender plays an assassin. Okay. So after a fateful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt he insists isn't personal. <laughs> It, it is personal. I, it, I bet. It is per- I bet. Okay. Critics on Rotten Tomatoes give this an 85%. Audience score only a 60%, though. Hmm. What do you think? I'm probably more in line with the audience. I okay. enjoyed it, but it wasn't. I wasn't walking away being like, oh, man, that was, that was really good. I got to tell everybody about this. And so yet, I, here we are. And yeah, so. here I am telling everybody about it. <laughs> Listen, I watched this like two days ago, okay? It's fresh in my mind. Okay. I think for me, it it wasn't bad. 
the ending was kind of lackluster, so I I give this like a six point two. I think. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Pretty in line with the audience. Yeah. It, it's split up into chapters. Like you see words on the screen say like chapter whatever. Um, it is him traveling around. It, it's fun, but yeah, I, I don't know. I can't articulate what I wanted the ending to be, but what it was, I was just like, oh, that's it. Okay, that's that's fine, I guess. Interesting. But it's it, it's a fun action thriller. How long is it? Uh, hour 58. Okay. So, you know, with credits that's and stuff, that's maybe that's hour 40 or so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched this at 1.3 times the speed, <laughs> so that helped as well. You do that in your leisure viewings as well? Yeah, I was working okay. out while I was watching this. It's just like, eh, I'm going to put something on, not to invest in The bullets in weren't fast enough for you. you yeah, exactly. Up the speed. Yeah, it makes the fight scenes really interesting. <laughs> They're so quick. The poster for this movie, I don't know if I'm I'm looking at it the right way, but it, it's got like the kit, and then it's got like dash, dash, dot, L-L-E-R. So is there like Morse code involved in the movie or something or? Nope. Don't know why that is. Huh. Okay. That's strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is strange. Okay. But it's, it's him in the, in like a bucket hat, right? Yeah. 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 That's his like tourist outfit to blend in. Okay. Uh, yeah. was, can people recognize him otherwise or was, I don't just just watch it. I don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't right, want to yeah. spoil too much. But like, I'll leave it to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like if you want kind of like a, an assassin thriller, I, it, it was enjoyable. It's just not like incredible. But I, yeah, okay. it's not bad. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I like have you seen stuff. much of David Fincher's stuff? I have. I, I definitely have, but I can't think of anything right now. What, uh, hold on. Uh, he did Seven, Zodiac, Gone Girl, The Social Network. Uh, yes, all of those. Fight Club. Did you... Should I watch Zodiac? That's one of his that I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. Okay. I mean, it's not it's not the best movie ever, but it's enjoyable, for sure. Yeah, it's got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, RDJ. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of big names. You would like yeah. it, I think. Okay. I think it's longer, though. That's Ooh, yeah. Two hour, 37. Yeah. That is long. It's worth it. I will be watching that. And it's like, you know, you can learn about real events. So, Yeah. Maybe that'll be my next workout movie. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. You have to crank up the speed, though, because it's a little bit longer. Yes, I definitely (laughs) want to do that. How about you, Ken? All right. So I watched a movie from last year as well. 2023's Leave the World Behind. It was on Netflix. I'm very curious to hear about this. So it stars Ethan Hawke and Julie Roberts, and I can never pronounce this dude's name, Mahar, Mahar Shala Ali. He's going to be the new Blade. That's all I, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was in the 4400, if anyone watched that back in the day. Um, directed by Sam S. Mail. Don't know who oh, is. yeah. Is he, he's the dude. Didn't he do Mr. Robot? Yeah, he's the dude from Mr. Robot. Oh, okay. Um, also, Kevin Bacon's in it at one point. Nice. This got decent ratings on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 76 on the tomato meter, but only a 34% for audience score, which I don't totally understand other than the fact that it's two hours and 20 minutes long, but I don't know. Um, All right, here's a synopsis. There's no going back to normal is the tagline. 
Uh, a family's getaway to a luxurious rental home takes an ominous turn when a cyber attack knocks out their devices and two, two strangers appear at their door. I mean, that's, that's even kind of more than I knew going into it, honestly, the cyber attack thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a family. They're, they're just trying to get away from the city and all of a sudden the internet goes out. My favorite part is there's this one girl who is just trying to watch the last episode of Friends. She, she, she can't uh i won't say more because i don't want to riveting yeah but it's it's really interesting um there's 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 some sort of cyber attack elements there there's more that where it goes from there but i don't really want to say too much because this is still kind of a newer movie and yeah. especially if you're going to watch it but i i personally enjoyed it i thought it was a a good watch it's also kind of broken up into chapters hmm. it's darker which i like but still interesting yeah I, I can't say too much more unfortunately but it's it's a it, it was i i enjoyed it i don't understand the extremely low audience rating personally okay i would give it like an eight honestly maybe, maybe oh, 7.58 wow. like i don't know it was a good weekend morning watch i'm seeing in different places some are saying like horror drama and others just say like mystery and thriller drama would you say it's a horror movie I'd say it's suspenseful. Um, yeah. I mean, this, some of the situations are, you know, kind of scary because I, I think it's all things that could potentially happen in real life. So that's yeah. kind of scary. I don't know. I'd call it a suspense thriller. Yeah, mystery and thriller More drama. Than horror, but it's got elements of that, I guess. Okay, that's yeah, that's wild though. That's quite a difference between what most people are saying and you really like this. I don't understand personally. Uh, yeah, I mean it's got great actors in it too. I, I, don't, I don't get it. You have to watch it. And let me know what you thought. And yeah, yeah, it sounds. I'm sure I could read some letterbox reviews. Let's let's take a let's take a quick dive. Who rated this low? It's it's pretty mixed bag on letterbox, honestly. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. So disappointed, inconsistent plot lines, and doesn't know if it's a comedy or suspense. Would you say this is at all a comedy? It's not a comedy uh, at all. I don't understand. Yeah. One letterbox review I wrote, I saw from someone who gave it two stars, is, just said low key boring. <laughs> so, oh, another one says confused. So I think there's just some dum dums out there who are watching movies on Netflix. That's that's my guess. <laughs> Sorry, I have to I read know. this one on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> this is from Hank B, giving it a half of a star. Uh oh. The perfect top critic quote: "I'm so avant garde." Quote: "Douche trap." Two hours of your life just fucking gone. <laughs> Come on. It doesn't seem that avant-garde. I saw I, a very I, cool like behind-the-scenes thing where it was showing a scene where the main character is running away from a cliff where like water is about to wash up on shore, yeah. and he runs into a house, and it was showing you the, like, the movie version and how they did it, and that looks super cool. Oh, that's cool. I'd like to see that. That was a cool scene. Yeah, I mean, this movie does try to make some commentary on uh, your relationship to media and reliance on and, technology and, yeah reliance on technology how uh, society can crumble so easily i, I don't know it, it's i don't know if it does the best job at, at trying to communicate what it's getting at or it may be too obvious of what it's trying to communicate at the same time but yeah um yeah i don't know maybe that's the the part that people have a problem with if you just look at it as just a 
interesting movie, I think it's worth it. But if you're really trying to dig deep into the subtext, yeah, yeah you might be kind of let down. So that, that uh, could be the issue. Also, in the year of our Lord 2024, that's not a new message. We all know technology is like bad and we're addicted to it. And yeah, like that's not a new take. Yeah, but that, sure. that's not to say you shouldn't make a movie about it. Like it, it can still be interesting. But yeah, like if these people are are yeah digging into that, being like, oh, it's it's the messages, technology, blah blah blah. It's like, well, yeah, that's that seems pretty obvious at this point. Yeah, I I want to talk about the ending, but I don't because I it's too new. But I think maybe that could have turned people off as well. But okay, so both of ours, right. the ending not so strong. Ending ending was fine for me, but it, it's. I don't know if it necessarily builds up to something that people would be particularly excited for. I think that's kind of it. Gotcha. But yeah, that was uh, Leave the World Behind. What's uh, what's next for you? We both chose Netflix movies. All right, yeah. next for me is 2023's Quiz Lady on Hulu. Ooh. It's a rated R. Comes in at an hour and 39 minutes. It's directed okay. by Jessica Yu. Who's mainly done TV. I think this might be her first movie. Hmm. I was going through her IMDb credits, and it's mainly one of those directors that gets to direct like a handful of TV episodes, not one that's like stayed with the show the entire time. Okay. But it was written by Jen D'Angelo, who Ken, you may know from the movie Totally Killer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she wrote that as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, she also did the the new Hocus Pocus two movie. Oh, good. They remade that. I've not seen that. Uh, but this one, uh, it stars Aquafina and Sandra O. Oh. They play sisters. Um, okay. Will Ferrell plays a game show host, and Jason nice. Schwartzman plays uh, a J- the game show contestant. Okay. It's it's similar to kind of Jeopardy. It's just like a trivia game show. Uh, and Jason Schwartzman is like setting the record for most games won. But the plot is a game show obsessed woman, played by Aquafina, and her estranged sister, played by Sandra O, oh, work together to help cover their mother's gambling debts. Hmm. Okay. I was just looking, just to quickly interrupt you. Yeah. I was looking at the cast as well, and there's an American rapper who also is in this with the name Dumbfounded. <laughs> like dumb, found, and dead, all in one word. Uh, what anyway? What character <laughs> does that person play? He plays Ken. Is Ken okay? Now I have to <laughs> try to think who Ken is. I don't remember is. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. He's the he's the person that the mom owes the gambling debt to. Okay, I'm pretty Got sure. It. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Just had, mm-hmm. to, had to throw that out there because that's an awesome name. I did not realize he was a a DJ. <laughs> uh, this is for sure a like straight comedy. Um, okay. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the critics give it an 80% and the audience is giving it a 70%. For me, I give this a solid 8 out of 10. I, I laughed a bunch. Wow. It's it's fun. It's also it's a fictitious movie, if you haven't caught on to that. But the, at the end, they still do the sort of like, where are they now sequence. So like, you know, so-and-so went on to do whatever, and all of those are very funny. It's just, it, yeah, Will Ferrell is, plays a great game show contestant. The, them two as sisters is very funny. It's just a very lighthearted, like, fun comedy. Okay, cool. I can't recommend this one enough. If you just want some laughs, nothing too intense, this, is, this one's perfect. 
Nice. It also has Angela Trimber in it. Yep. And I only know her from a super old Comedy Central show called Secret Girlfriend that I... <laughs> she was on that? Yeah, she was the secret girlfriend, I'm pretty sure. Nice. Um, uh, cool. Yeah, I kind of want to check that out. That sounds good. It's got a good yeah. cast. Although, I feel like... Um, what was that vampire one that we watched? Renfield? Uh, Renfield. I feel like that really turned me off to Aquafina. I don't know. She was just so bad in that. But hopefully she's better in this. I've seen her in other things I liked. Yeah. I think she's good. Uh, all right. Well, for my last one, uh, I have... Uh, I went and saw this in the theaters. It was Ooh. 2023's Godzilla Minus One. Oh, nice. Yes. The latest Godzilla movie straight out of Japan. Follow-up to Shin Godzilla, though it's not related to it at all, except for there's Godzilla in this. Um, it has a cast of people that no one is going to know, and I'm not going to try to pronounce. And the director is Takashi Yamazaki who has done things that I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. And same audience score. Wow. So it is like universally beloved apparently already. And I would agree. I thought this was awesome. So the tagline is po- post-war Japan from zero to minus. Don't know what that means. But uh, the synopsis is in post-war Japan, a new terror rises with the devastated people. Will the de- devastated people be able to survive, let alone fight back? Uh, and surprise, surprise, the new terror is Godzilla. So it's interesting, though, because, yeah, it all takes place around the fallout of World War Two and everyone or World War One, maybe even it wasn't super clear to me. But it's after some uh, some war and it follows this guy who is a kamikaze pilot who who chickened out. And he uh, has a run-in with Godzilla, and uh, they all have to figure out what to do. Uh, but it, yeah, it, I didn't realize there was going to be a period piece going into it, but it was really cool and really well done. All the human stuff is really interesting, uh, and the Godzilla effects are incredible. Highly recommend it. We briefly talked about this before you saw it. Have you started watching Monarch since last we yes. spoke? Yes, I have. I have opinions about that show. I'll get into that in in a second. Um, we're only halfway through it, I think. But Godzilla minus one, I would give that a nine. Dang, because um, it it's really really good. I highly recommend it. CJ, even though you still have something against Shin Godzilla, you should go watch it. Although I think it yeah. made our top ten. I think you liked it the second time around. I gave it enough. like a six. <laughs> yeah, well, that was enough. So <laughs> made it a top ten because of you. Did I, did I give it? I probably give it a ten. Yeah, I think I still like Shin Godzilla more than this, just because I think that was a cooler Godzilla. But this one's pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah. and the the minus one is because they refer to G Day is the day like Godzilla appears, and this takes place like the day before or something like that. Uh, something like that. I, I mean, it it. I was looking into this too because it. I was trying to think like, oh, is this supposed to be like before the original Godzilla? Is that like kind of what they're getting at? But apparently that doesn't quite line up either. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I I would guess it was, they were trying to prevent, yeah, a larger encounter with Godzilla. So I think, yeah, they they were trying to stop that larger thing from happening. Um, gotcha. So that's probably, probably the right idea. 
and it is it is World War Two, just to confirm. World War Two. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, so Monarch, uh, man, real boring sometimes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, I I like the monster parts, but when Megan and I are watching, I'd still just turn to me and be like, "Where's Godzilla? <laughs> where's where's any monster?" And I'll be like, "I don't know," but look, there's Kurt Russell, so he's fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think like to its credit, you do get a a titan at least every other episode you get in most episodes yeah for maybe like the cliffhanger at the end of the episode yeah but i agree that they definitely in certain episodes are leaning on the drama side of things yeah and i'm i'm sort of with meg that like i kind of wish i yeah just want to kind of fast forward <laughs> through those parts a little bit it's like I'm. I'm not really here for your relationship with this woman or anything. I don't. I don't care. Just tell me, like, what what is this leading up to? Are you gonna go after them? Are you gonna try to capture them or make friends with them or what? Yeah, and it, it takes place. Um, I think shortly after the events of the uh, first Godzilla movie uh, in in the MonsterVerse, at least. Yeah. Um, well, part of the show does right. Part of the part it, of the show does back and, and the forth. Other parts a flashback um yeah i just don't totally remember what happened in that movie i even watched like a youtube video of like what you need to know before this movie it wasn't helpful uh because it doesn't really matter i guess really that much at all because yeah. it's all just this human drama that i don't know i've i've been falling asleep to the show honestly <laughs> we'll watch it in the morning and i'm like i just i can't keep awake but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna finish it because i'm i like the monster parts monster parts cool I would say, yeah, so for people that don't know, it's like Kurt Russell is in the current timeline part of the show, mm-hmm. but his real-life son, Wyatt Russell, the actor, is playing him, but back in the 50s, I think it is. Yeah. And I would say the 50s part of the show is pretty boring. <laughs> there was like one fun part, and then that's where a lot of the drama is coming in, versus the current timeline is them actually like, traveling and chasing the monsters and trying to find this person and that's the more interesting part in my opinion yeah i uh i think that's more interesting but also i don't really care about the young people's drama as well either in the in the current setting so yeah i just want more kurt russell and i want more monster and i want more monarch actual monarch stuff not just these kids running around trying to uncover what happened to their dad how many episodes are you into it? Do you know offhand? We are either f- in the middle of four, in the middle of five, maybe. Okay. Because they, I, I won't spoil anything. I think I'm on episode six or so. Okay. And the the May character keeps getting a bit more interesting. And they've, huh. that, I feel like that is now going to spawn its own kind of plot line. And that I am interested in. Okay. Yeah, they they've been teasing that a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's has, it starts to ramp up yeah. even more. I guess I don't want to say more for to spoil for people who may not have seen the show, but yeah, yeah, that it is interesting. They they've been teasing that we don't really really know that much about her yet, but she does seem to have some other stuff going on. So okay, that's that's cool. I hope that uh, does pan out to be yeah something that'll keep me awake. <laughs> I I do did love those scenes of like she's the sort of computer whiz programmer genius person in her own words she does computer shit yeah which, which i like <laughs> i definitely described my career to the <laughs> to people <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, I love the scenes where it's them finding these old uh, tapes of files and the mm-hmm. computer sequences of just like, you know, pictures and files flashing across the screen. It's like, <laughs> that's not how any of this no. works. When she put it in and she's just typing and just like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing something right now. Typing, typing, typing. Okay. Also, have you ever in your life just opened every single file in a folder at once? <laughs> <laughs> just fill up your multiple screens with yeah. files continually opening and overlaying yeah. each other. What, what value is that providing? <laughs> no, no. Nothing. Yeah, you, you would you would just create the files on your hard drive. Like just yes. fill up a folder or something. You can show that. You don't yeah. have to have them all pop up on the screen. <laughs> no, I guess yeah. it's a TV show and they gotta show like all oh, these files yeah. are redacted and there's a bunch of maybe classified stuff here, but let me have yeah. eighty pop ups appear on my screen <laughs> that I'm now gonna have to manually like click through each individual one to see what yeah. it is. That's a virus. That's not <laughs> yeah. files. That's not files. Yeah, that just that always cracks me up. Any yeah. any technology in, in movies. How's your uh New Year's what are they called? Your your New Year's resolutions, uh, your resolutions going. What did I say they were gonna be? Workout. Workout. I think that was it. I think that was it. I've been doing it. I've been working out every day nice. since I said that, so that's good. How how are yours going? You going for walks, you getting outside? No, they're going bad. No, no. <laughs> Uh, also, the weather has turned, so it's going to make it even more uh, difficult. Yeah. Been playing a lot of video games. That's been my <laughs> resolution so far. Okay. What have you been playing? Spider Man Remastered. Oh, that's right. Nice. Oh, the original Spider Man. Yeah. Nice. I love that game. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I finally have him. I finally have all of the skills. I'm on like he's level nice. like 51 now or something. Nice. Yeah, it's it's really a lot of fun. I don't usually 100% games, but that is one game I did 100% because I just love swinging around as Spider-Man. Yeah. It's so much fun. I think I'm coming close to it. I'm at like 80-something percent. Nice. It's Yeah, I, I've realized I haven't basically been invested in a video game like this in probably like at least five years or longer because uh, yeah. I finally have a new computer that will support any sort of modern video game? Well, that's that, that's definitely a good one to start with. I mean, that is by far one of the most fun games. Yeah. I have the Miles Morales one waiting for me when I'm done with this. Nice. I played that too. That's a good one. Yeah. That one I hear too is just like the story is people are raving about too. That is even just a mm-hmm. good like plot. For sure. Yeah. That one takes place around uh, Christmas time too. So if you, if you get no, to fun. it soon, it might still be kind of relevant. I don't know. <laughs> Some um, remnants of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to play Spider-Man 2, but I don't have a nice PC for gaming. Uh, I don't even know if that's out on PC yet, but uh, I've been playing the old ones on PS4, and this one's only on PS5, and I don't have that yet. So. Ah, gotcha. We'll, uh, we'll wait till it comes down in price a little bit, and we'll, we'll tackle that. But we'll well, see, you got but, all yeah. the Spider-Men waiting for you. I know. I'm pumped. I was watching... Um, I think you talked about this before, but I was watching... Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The newest one? Yeah. And so in it, good. In it, Genki is playing the Spider-Man game in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> what did it. you think of that movie? Oh, incredible. Incredible. Yes. Like, packed wall-to-wall with good, interesting plot lines, like, yeah. nonstop. I didn't realize, though, that it is like part one like it's right. not even the full story 
Yeah. But I was cool at the end of the movie. Well, no, I can't. can't I'll talk to you after this. About it. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. Uh, really good, obviously. Really great. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. Yeah. That, that one, like, I don't know if I've said it on the show, but, like, I feel like it has elevated the art form. Like, it is just yeah. a just so cool looking throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, that is a, a full 10 out of 10. Incredible movie. Absolutely. Glad you finally saw it. Yeah, I had a whole list of movies to uh, knock out while I was on break, and I've gotten through most of them at this point. So Nice. Happy about that. Um, you got any honorable mentions before we wrap up here? Uh, no, I think that's it. I haven't been watching a ton of movies, to be honest. Mostly just, yeah, catching up on some TV shows. Been watching the newest season of Fargo, which has been pretty interesting. Nice. And then Monarch. Yeah. Uh, I have just a couple I just want to rattle off. I watched Oppenheimer, finally. Oh, what'd you uh, think? It Good, long, yes. but interesting, and, I don't know, a good movie. What, do you have a rating for it or, or a letterbox score? I do, I gave, score? It, I gave it an eight. An eight, really? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. It was good. What would you give it? Probably like a, a six. I think I only okay. gave it maybe three stars on Letterboxd or something. Okay. I didn't I didn't have any review. I didn't have anything to say about it, but I, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Let's see. I watched Bo is Afraid yesterday or two days ago. Is that worth it? No. You would <laughs> despise it. Um, it's not. It's by Ari Aster, who did uh, Hereditary and The Lighthouse. And both of those are kind of horror movies. The Lighthouse is definitely like way more trippy and weird and Bo's Afraid is just the trippy and weirdness of the lighthouse and not any of the horror elements really it's way too long for you and it's just way too weird um you would not be able to like it but you might like the other movie i watched which was the creator that's on hulu i don't think i've heard of of a sci-fi um ai robots uh fighting shooting movie okay that was that was decent I give that a seven. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've even heard of that. And then I finally watched The Flash yesterday as well. Oh. <laughs> All right. I really want to know what you think about that one. You know what? Just just tune out. If, if I'm going to talk about The Flash with maybe some spoilers. So uh, if you like us, <laughs> rate us and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, uh, where applicable, and uh, tell a friend, spread the word. really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. USA Cat 1591. The Flash, man, you know, it started out strong and funny, and yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah, well, like, why is everyone not, not like this movie? And then I watched it till the end and realized why. Um, <laughs> yep. Man, the, C- the CGI is, is rough in places. In some yeah. places, it's fine, but, man, yeah, some of the stuff with, with Barry's face, even, like, when he's just standing there, it's CGI'd onto... I don't know. Is is he totally CGI in that point? It looks so weird. Yeah. And then all of the stuff when he's, when he's in the time bubble thing. Yep. All of that looks horrendous. Yeah. Um, and I understand why. I mean, I I know all these. We've talked about it before, but all the yeah. CGI artists are getting treated not, like shit. Yeah, not not getting the time they need to complete this stuff. And those scenes are entirely CGI and had a bunch of scenes around them in that time bubble. So I get why that that's looks the bad. Case, but. I think we talked about this on the Batman episode, but we recently saw an article that George Clooney would like never, ever wants to appear as Batman again. And at the end of the flash, now apparently the, the DCU is the universe where George Clooney is Batman. 
So like, where where the fuck do they go from here? Like, what happened? <laughs> what? It's just it's just a mess at the end. Like they just yeah. leave it at that, and it's like, oh okay, well, what what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't. Oh my god. Yeah. So upsetting. It's like the DCEU, the extended universe or yeah, something. The extended universe, but confusing. Like the next movie has to resolve that. Like one hundred percent has to resolve. Like, yeah. Hey, what's the common timeline here? Because uh, it's too confusing for me. Did you see? It's either like the post credits or like the post post credits or something. But then, yeah, Aquaman. Meets up with, yeah, okay. Aquaman. Yeah, that's. I'll, I'm very curious to see the new Aquaman movie. Okay, I. Well, maybe that's why they shoved it in there because he still yeah. exists, and so that's maybe they won't address it. <laughs> I know that who's who's taking over the DC U or EU? It's uh James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah. So yeah. I, I think they were just trying to like break it open so that James Gunn can come in and do what he wants. Whatever the hell he wants, because clearly nothing matters anymore. But <laughs> the other issue I had with the Flash though was like the big bad for the Flash was just an old villain for Superman. Yeah. Like that was the thing that they had to fight at the end of the movie, and it's like I General don't Zod. care. Like it's General Zod, and I, it's cool that Superwoman is in it, but like it's we've seen this before, and it has nothing to do with like a Flash supervillain or anything like that. Yeah. It's just a rehashing of Superman. I don't know. Didn't feel <laughs> didn't feel good. Um, it was cool yeah. to see uh, Batman. Did uh, you like the Batman. extremely? poorly done CGI Superman Nick Cage. Yeah, they sh- they really highlighted that like more than they should have. And like, it looked should have just awful. been like a one-off thing. Like, oh yeah, okay, cool that he's there too, but they went back to him like a couple of times yeah. and he's just standing there like just being Nick Cage, but yeah. They were pretty that, proud of themselves for that one. I yeah. <laughs> it was like it's a cool little like easter egg if you know the sort of the backstory that like he almost was Superman, he auditioned yeah. for it and stuff, but like That's it what looks it, awful. <laughs> Well, that's all it should have been was just a little Easter egg, but then right. it, it just lingered too long. But yeah, it looked really bad. That was another poor CGI part. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> so overall, pretty pretty mediocre. Not great. Pretty pretty rough. Uh, pretty rough landing there. Yeah. Um, that's all. Thank you for my rant. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I I'm I'm here for it. Okay. Follow us on all of the things at Over Talking Pod, especially on on TikTok. Give us a follow over there. Yes. Over talking POD. Over talking. He's been releasing some uh, some pretty good highlights from the past couple shows over there. So go check it out. I do it when I can. <laughs> You'll notice some episodes have zero and some have a lot. <laughs> that's kind of like our the listeners per episode too. So that's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's life for yeah, you. That's life for you. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll have an actual episode probably next week. Tune in for that. And as we always say. See you next week. Love you. Bye. That's it. Bye. <laughs> this episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week was just the boys. Music by Justin Peters, logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. 